get into the Suns and Lakers before we get too much further into a game here. I, I thought the Lakers' strategy of double-teaming Booker and hoping that, okay, we'll just make someone else beat us. Smart strategy. Didn't work. And, like, Booker handled it so incredibly well. Like, I, I don't know how you come away from that game not incredibly impressed with the play of Booker, right? Like, he was just, he was everything that Phoenix needed him to be. And he was everything that you kind of thought he could have been in a playoff atmosphere. But we hadn't seen it before. So, now you've seen it. Like, that, that was, until now, that is the, def- uh, th- th- that, that is the Booker game. Can he do that for the rest of the series? I think he can. And because of that, that is why LeBron and that's why AD need to actually show up. They didn't in game one. Like there is no denying how poor I think both of those guys play. I don't think LeBron had a very good game at all. And I think that he is going to be very much needed if the the Lakers are going to win this series. And I still think the Lakers are going to win this series. I I need to be very clear on that. I don't think that, okay, well, game one, look out. Suns have this now. Suns in three. Like, that's that's obviously not going to be the case. But for LA, this is a wake-up call, if nothing else, right? So how do they adjust in game two? First off, the AD versus Sarich minutes need to be a much bigger win for LA than they were in game one because it was it was it was weird how not taking advantage of that situation AD was. And he kind of showed a glimpse of that in game one against the Warriors, where okay, Draymond's on you, that's one thing. But to have struggles against Looney? Eh, I'm not buying that one as much. So, you, you see it in this game. Like, Aiton had the game of his life. And I thought played really, really, really well. well. But that shouldn't matter if you're AD, right? Like, that, 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 in that matchup, it doesn't matter if the other guy's having a good day because you're just better than they are, right? So, AD needs to really step it up. And like I said before here on the stream... That, at no point, felt like a game that LeBron was going to take over. But it also felt like a game that LeBron could have taken over at some point. And he just didn't. And I was quite surprised by that. Especially in the fourth quarter, he makes a couple of good plays. And then it's like, okay, he is off. This this, this is changing. This game is going to now go to L.A. And it just, after that, it never happened. So I, if you're the Lakers, you have to at least maybe take a bit of solace in the fact that your two best guys were just guys in game one. And that needs to change for game two, but you know it can change going into game two. And and so that's, like, to, to me, it feels oversimplistic, but it is very true your best guys need to be your best guys. If LeBron's the best player on the floor, this series is over. If Booker's the best player on this on the floor, that's that's going to be an issue. 
for LA. And I think a bit more of an issue than I think they thought it was going to be going into this series. So we'll see. I, I still think the Lakers win this one. I think it's going to be a bit longer than some people expected. And that was a very big wake-up call for the Los Angeles Lakers. Another bit of a wake-up call happens with the LA Clippers as they fall to the Dallas Mavericks. This one I'm a, I'm a bit more worried about because this one, it didn't feel like it was a, okay, well, we're just getting our legs underneath. Let's Let's figure this thing out. It kind of felt like, the Clippers played well, and the Mavericks just played better. And that's not an outcome I was anticipating in this. I still think, again, that the Clippers win this. But, and it's being talked about a lot, I think you do have to understand some of the concern when you've taken a few games off to avoid a team, and now you have to just flip that switch. The Clippers, for two years, have played like a team that felt they could just flip that switch... And everything would be fine. Clearly everything isn't going to be fine. It wasn't last year. And it's not going to be this year. The, this Clippers team needs to establish who they are. Right? Like they... We, we've seen it in flashes. But we have not seen the LA Clippers in capital letters with all their guys going nearly enough. In, the, in this run. Since Kawhi left Toronto... It has, it's always just felt like, yeah, we'll get it going. Yeah, all right, well, we'll do this. And even in the playoffs last year, it felt like they had some games where, eh, we can come back, it'll be okay. Like, it's just, when are you, are it game seven of the NBA Finals, are you finally going to take this seriously? It has to be so frustrating for Clippers fans that you have this super team. And one of the reasons you could kind of, like justify that Kawhi was going to go there was of the, uh, I guess, identity. That's the word I'm looking for because of the identity that had been built by the previous regime with the Clippers and, and some of the bench players that they were going to have. You don't have that now. Like you, you don't have that identity at all. Who are the Clippers? Like what, when games get down to the nitty gritty, it's, Paul George is going to think he's a playoff guy, but he's not a playoff guy. And Kawhi is, like, one of the best players in the league, but can't do it one on five. And sometimes it feels like he has to. So, we'll see. I, I think, again, I think the Clippers are going to be fine, but I think they're going to have to work for it in this series a lot more than people thought they were going to. What else caught my attention? Oh, Denver against Portland was really, really fun. Like, you... I am, I'm going to love watching this series. Jokic is a blast, but Portland's for real in this. And with no Jamal Murray, who knows how that changes things. I don't think it makes Denver worse if Jamal Murray's in the lineup, right? But you have the Portland three-point shooting was just too much for, for Denver to figure out in game one. And that's not going away. I don't think Melo's going to play that well. But is there another level that Dame and CJ McCollum can get to? Yeah, I think so. I think that was around Denver's best shot. So, I don't know. I don't know what the, the, the counter is for Denver in Game 2. Like, you ran a lot through Jokic. You got as much as you could expect 
from Composo. So where is that improvement coming in game two? It probably comes on the perimeter defense because there was none of that in 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 game one. The, the, the shooting for Portland was excellent. And also, tell your fans, hey, let's not be booing Melo anymore because that clearly, clearly didn't work for you. And it was, I, I tweeted it out. It was a bit of almost salt in the wound when Vince Carter is talking about the fans booing a guy who had been there for a long time. Because you remember when the New Jersey Nets would come into Toronto it just, it was devastating what Vince would do. So, we'll see how the rest of that series goes. I think it'll be fine. I, I I still think Denver can win this series. But that was the one coming out of game one where it was, oh, oh, this might go differently than I thought. This, this might be a thing. It might not be a thing still. Like, it's still very real chance it's not a thing. But it could be a thing. Uh, another one, not... Not thing territory yet, but the Memphis Grizzlies are becoming my favorite team to watch. Dylan Brooks, I'm training for him in every NBA 2K, uh, 2K season now. Because he's he's just a dog. He's just a dog to play against. And I love it. I love dudes like that. Give them to me on my team all day, every day. The Utah Jazz probably don't appreciate it as much as I do, right? So, I... That is one where I at least have my eyebrow raised a touch. I still think you get Mitchell back, everything will be fine. But that was a, oh, they have a way they can beat them. And they have a way they can win this. And that's, that's a real concern. So we'll, we'll see. Again, I think it'll be okay. It'll probably be okay for Utah. But this is very much... A eye-opening experience for the Utah Jazz going into that one. Milwaukee got a win that they desperately, desperately, desperately needed. I don't think that you lose game one and you're screwed. But I, I at least now have more confidence that you are going to win this series. If they had lost game one, you can very much see the, oh my god, here we go again. This is going to be a disaster. And now you don't have that. Uh, as much it still might happen, but you don't have it as much in this series now. Other ones, just kind of quickly going through, the Knicks against the Hawks was a lot of fun. If New York wins that game, then this series is is, is set up for them because Randall didn't play that all that well, and Trey Young just balled out. And if you still survive that game, then okay, feeling good about the Knicks. I, I still feel good about the Knicks. I, I think the Hawks probably win this series, though. But that could have been such a big game for them if they could have pulled that off. As for the rest of it, like, Brooklyn-Boston. Boston gave them a scare for a half. That's probably, like, Boston might take a game if they just play their absolute hearts out. And it's an off night. But, like, th this is the danger, right? With, with that three-headed monster... That Brooklyn has. James Harden did not have a good night. Durant and Kyrie Irving had exceptional nights. And then you get other shooting performances from anyone else. And you just, you can't beat them. And that's always going to be very, very, very tricky. 
I, I don't know if I love Brooklyn the rest of the way. I like how things set up for Philadelphia, as I said on a preview podcast. But Philly wasn't overly impressive. Like, there wasn't that statement performance from anyone aside from Brooklyn. And even that, it was a statement half. And the real statement in that is, we only needed a half to get that going. So, that's going to do it for the NBA playoff discussion portion of this. Now we're just going to ball out. Just going to have some fun. 